Hello and welcome back to this. The nice things read in a nice voice podcast. My name is Vox, it's episode 2, and how's by you? It's been a minute, I realize this, a hot minute. I know in the previous episode I said that the show would drop every-ish weekend-ish, and I gotta say, those ishes have had to do some pretty heavy lifting in the months of silence that have since passed us by. But I promise you, dear listener, I have a buffet table of great excuses as to why that's the case. I'm thinking of starting a Patreon, actually. For $5 a month, you can gain exclusive access to all my great excuses every time I miss a deadline. I mean it, I will whinge them all at you in a private chat for up to an hour. What an offer! But look, let's get back on track with our question of the day. What is your take on the Bible? Is it the arch roadblock to human progress, or is it the reason anything works at all? The stone of stumbling, or the capstone, to coin a phrase. Whatever your position, you would have to be pretty militant in your anti-theism to deny that parts of it, at least, are pretty nice. And I'll bet that if you were pushed, you would own up and admit that some bits are not only nice, but downright beautiful. I myself don't need to be pushed. I love the poetry of Scripture. And nowhere is that poetry more in evidence than in the Psalms. You open up your Bible to about the middle, and there they are, all 150 to catch, train, and do battle with. Today's reading, in fact, is a grass-type psalm, grass-and-water type. It's Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd. It's the work of one King David of the house of Judah, and if you know your Old Testament, you'll know that he was no stranger to shepherding in his youth. Right up until he burst onto the world stage by facing down the giant Goliath, His days were occupied by the humdrum business of herding, tending, and watering his father's sheep, and also, as he points out in 1 Samuel 17, straight-up murdering lions and bears with lethal precision and extreme prejudice in order to protect the flock. You've got to keep it spicy if you don't want it to become stagnant in your line of work. That's one of the many lessons we can glean from the life of David. Anyway, in addition to wasting apex predators left and right... David was also a sensitive poet and lyricist. Most of the psalms are attributable to him, and thematically they run the gamut of joy, praise, vengeance, suffering, the whole spectrum of human experience. For Psalm 23, he took inspiration from his days in the field and draws, not unreasonably, on the parallels between people and sheep, in that as a species we're neither of us all that bright, we're both easily panicked, and we tend to do whatever everyone else is doing. Which is why we wind up going nowhere fast and open ourselves to all manner of danger and hardship. We need to sit under the wisdom and protection of a good shepherd in order to find that deep soul rest. And as David has it, there's only one good shepherd who's up to the job. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Ordinarily, I favor the English Standard Version, the ESV, even though I neither wax my moustache to points nor have any Hebrew script tattooed on the inside of my forearm. But as the saying goes, for Psalm 23, it's got to be NKJV. Uh, Disclaimer, not a real saying. Now, yea, pour yourself a calming drink until your cup runneth over and let the peace of this immortal passage work its ancient magic on your weary heart. This is once again Psalm 23, The Lord is My Shepherd. Nice 
The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. that was nice. When was the last time you lay down in green pastures, huh? Not a lot of verdant pastoral proneness going on in our hectic and terminally online lives, is there? Actually, true story, I found myself by myself in an honest-to-goodness green pasture around about this time last year. I took my shoes off and let the loamy earth play-doh its way between my toes under the dappled light and long shadows of the late afternoon. Mine eye diffused a quickening ray there in the late Australian autumn, and I don't mind telling you that that one golden moment in time sustained my spirit for the better part of six weeks. So there's a lot to recommend going out and lying down in green pastures, and still more to recommend reading your Bible. I myself am in the ninth glorious year of my Bible in one year plan. I'd like to say it's because I'm so thorough that I'm progressing at the rate of a verse per week, but the real reason can be laid at the feet of the usual suspects. Distraction, apathy, inconsistency. But look, maybe you enjoyed having that nice verse read to you in a nice voice. And maybe you'd be amenable to more along these lines. Maybe we could come to an arrangement in which we both reap the spoils. I read the whole Bible so that you can hear the whole Bible. Everyone is edified. Of course, given the demands on my time in other areas, this service would have to incur a modest fee. Nothing exorbitant. I mean, we can hash out the specifics and settle on the appropriate sum. I'm not asking the world or anything. I'm just looking to get a little side hustle off the ground, you know. I put a little honey in your part, you put a little honey in my part. Even Stevens, you know, that's, that's fair. I don't know what it is. Pay me to be a better Christian, all right? That's what I'm saying here. Mask off. Them's the terms. <sighs> Anyway, slither into my DMs at NiceVoicePod on Twitter and we'll work it out in a spirit of grace and truth. Until then, I bid you adieu. Get out there, go find yourself a nice meadow, lay down beside some nice still waters, have yourself a nice meal in the presence of your enemies, maybe share a chip with them just to break the ice. And if you should find yourself in the valley of the shadow of death, you can take the edge off by tuning in to the next episode of The Nice Things Read 
in a nice voice podcast. See you later. <laughs>